96.7 FM WTOB. And you're listening to the Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you to retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm your host, Doug Ray. And of course, with me is Mr. Bryce Payne. This morning, we're talking about opportunities for retirement, late bloomers, and also stock market topics you need to know. Bryce, good morning. It's nice to be back from a nice little Thanksgiving break. Is it too early to say happy holidays? I don't think so. No. Happy holidays, Doug. You know, the commercials started back before Halloween. (laughs) They just started around (laughs) July 4th. Yeah, Yeah, right. So happy holidays. How was your Thanksgiving? It was was nice. It was different. Uh, This year, it was very quiet. Uh, we had my dad, we had Garrett and Cindy, and, and, and that's it. Usually we have Sherry's entire family. The whole clan. The usually. whole clan. It's always been kind of a tradition, but this year with, you know, we were so busy with this office move and everything else, we just told them, hey, we love you, but, you know, we got to idle back a little bit, and they understood. Understand. Yeah. Understand. Well, good. And uh, let's see here. So let, let's just take a moment and talk about our football teams. Panthers, Broncos, and uh, Packers. Yeah, pa- Packers are four and eight. <laughs> yeah, Panthers are four and eight now that they've beaten the Broncos, who are three and eight. Mm-hmm. So if you are, uh, you know, usually, usually for me, Doug, mid February is the most depressing time of the year because the Super Bowl is done. There's no more football. Right. I think this year I'm going to be ecstatic. Yeah, get it when, over <laughs> when it's done. When I don't have to be go in front of the TV to watch the Broncos lose or the Panthers lose anymore. So I, I yeah, tell you what a painful. What, what a complete collapse the Packers have had. I mean, they were touted as being Super Bowl going at least getting to the Super Bowl, if not winning the Super Bowl and and, and look at them now. I mean, you know, heck, I'm I'm starting to be a Minnesota Vikings fan. <laughs> KC will flip out and when he hears that. <laughs> the heck you say. No, I don't I don't see that happening. But no. uh, yeah, that's it's it's a tough time. Anyway, speaking of tough times, uh you know what, Doug, we always give our uh, Wealth Guardian Service salute here yes. uh, every every uh, weekend morning. And this is a tough time for people in uniform, particularly when they're away from their families, because this is the time of the year that you want to be around your family the most Mm -hmm. and the thought of you being out on service somewhere and the rest of your family is uniting without you is really tough to take so if you're out there you're listening to us from wherever you're at or you have been through this before where you were overseas or uh, assigned somewhere during the holidays doug garrett and myself want to give you a tip of the hat the wealth guardian service salute because um we know it's tough, and we want to thank you for your service. It really is tough. I'll, I'll never forget uh, Garrett was a newborn, and I was deployed overseas for Ouch. Thanksgiving and Christmas. It was tough. Very tough. Very yep. tough. So you're in our thoughts. You're in our prayers. So there's your uh, Wealth Guardian service salute to all of you out there this uh, holiday season. Doug, let's go ahead and get to, get started here. Um, our first topic in the first segment here is opportunities for retirement late bloomers. So maybe you're close to retirement and you think that you don't have nearly enough money saved. We've seen a lot of people come through our doors over the Mm, years who have said that exact thing. I want to retire. My body's getting beat up. My mind's getting not as sharp as it used to be, but I don't think I have nearly as much saved. But we want to talk about some reasons that the news might not be as bad as you think. There are some bright spots that people don't think about. I mean, Doug, you and I had um, a couple come in here just, I think, two weeks ago, and he was convinced that he needed around 1.4, he had had calculated out, he needed about $1.4 million to retire in about three years, and he only had about five, 600,000 saved. 
that ended up not being the case because yeah. there, are, there are things that work in your favor when you're retired. There are things that don't work in your favor when you're retired. So we want to talk about these. And the first one we want to talk about, Doug, is the catch-up contributions. Exactly. You know, people come in with these uh, misunderstandings about their retirement. Maybe they do need uh, some extra funding and they don't know how to do it. You know, the age 50 rule. Once you turn 50, you can put more money into your IRA and your 401k. It's called catch-up. Catch-up provision. And it's exactly designed for folks who are a little bit behind uh, the schedule. And we encourage people to do that. But, you know, the thing about uh, picking a number, I think one of the worst things that happened years ago was Voya had this commercial and everybody was running around with this sign that said 1.4 million or 500,000 or Is whatever. that where that myth came from? Yes, I believe so. And, okay. and, and, and then the part of the thing was, what's your number? Okay. So people have this idea they got to have a million dollars, you know, or they can't retire. Most of the time, that is further from the truth. We have a lot of clients yeah. who do not have a million dollars, and we've run the numbers for them, and they end up being fine. But that catch-up provision is definitely one that if you haven't, if you weren't aware of it, or you haven't taken advantage of it, you need to um, if you th- if you think you're behind the eight ball on how much you've saved, and that's as Doug said. Once you're over fifty, you can contribute an extra thousand dollars into your IRA or around an extra six seven thousand dollars into your four hundred one k that you weren't eligible to contribute when you were forty nine. Yep, exactly. So, very good, uh, Doug. The next one. This is kind of a change that happens uh, for our uh, our late bloomers in in the world of finance is. As they're getting closer to retirement, something else happens at that same time, and the kids come off the payroll, so to speak. Kids come off the payroll, got them through college, whatever. They're on their own. Uh, what we have seen, though, since the Great Recession is kids come back on the payroll. You know, that's happened uh, a lot to people where, you know, the kids find themselves out of a job or whatever, and they come back to mom and dad and said, hey, need to stay with you for six months or so, and that draws into four or five years. Yeah. But, you know, now kids are coming off the payroll, and that gives you a little bit more leeway for, you know, that money that you were diverting there, you can now save for yourself. More for yourself, yeah. absolutely. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians, and this morning Doug and I are talking about opportunities for retirement late bloomers and things that change as you get closer to retirement. Now, uh, Doug, the next one we want to talk about is disappearing debt. Mm -hmm. So there's another monthly expense that's going away for some pre-retirees is those debt payments, credit cards, cars get paid off, but in some cases, mortgages. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we have a lot of our our prospective clients who come in here and clients who are big Dave Ramsey fans. And I am too, by the way. Yeah, he does a good job. One One of his big things is, you know, get out of debt as soon as possible. And I agree with that. And, and, you know, the better you are set up for retirement is the least amount of debt. A lot of people say, well, should I pay off my mortgage? Well, that'd be nice, you know, but I can show you, or at least when rates were much lower right. financially, why you shouldn't. But, you know, it's a that's a personal decision. Me, if when I go into retirement, I'd like to be completely debt-free. It's a nice thing to do. And if you can do that, boy, does that stretch the budget. Absolutely does. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely does. It really does. It's a a lot easier for us to do retirement planning for somebody who doesn't have any debt, like you said, especially that mortgage. And maybe you've had the mortgage for the last 25 years, and you've gotten in the mindset, this is always going to be my monthly expenses. Well, it's not. That mortgage is going to run out at some point, hopefully sooner than later, which is just going to allow you to put more money back into your account and into your investment account 
accounts than going out to some third party at some point. Now, I, I want to be brief here, but Doug, um, if any of the topics that we've been talking about, catch-up contributions, kids coming off the payroll, uh, disappearing debt, if any of those things sound like something you'd like to have a further conversation with the Wealth Guardians about Doug Garrett or myself, we encourage you to give us a call. And our phone number is 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. You can also reach out to us at our website, thewealthguardians.com, and we can set up a planning process for you to show you how much of these topics might mean to the improvement of your financial plan that you we're thinking you were behind the eight ball and you might not be. So again, 336-391-3409. No, uh, no cost, no obligation, Doug, to for somebody to reach out to us. Yeah, you know, and I, I love our listeners because we get uh, several calls uh, off of every radio show. People want that second opinion, and we welcome it. We absolutely do. All right, let's try to get to one other one here before the break, and this is downsizing the home. Mm. That happens to a lot of people, and there's some benefits to that. Absolutely. I mean, get the kids out. You don't need all that space. You know, my In fact, wife, you don't want that space necessarily. My wife and I are prime examples. We got a big house that, you know, we don't even use the upstairs. So, you know, why not downsize? And uh, Cost yeah. less to heat it? That's something we're thinking about doing less taxes. coming in, in 23. So, yeah, yeah less taxes. Uh, hopefully, you can downsize and find something cheaper than what you sell your house for. But a lot of folks have found the last couple of years that hasn't been the case because real estate prices have gone crazy, although they seem to be moderating and starting to, to move down a little bit. Uh, and we'll see how that goes into 23. I think they have room for further decline, but we'll see. Yeah, and my mom de- uh, downsized this year in 2022 as well out here from Colorado. And she's still trying to get used to having not nearly as much house to clean. So she's liking it. And she, you know what I is. heard the other day? No. This area of the country is the second cheapest for home prices in the country. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, I bet. Absolutely. Imagine the first is Detroit. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to cover us for our first segment. We're going to come back uh, for the second segment where we're going to be talking about the stock market topics to know. So I want you to stick around for that. But of course, as we uh, do every week, let's go into the break with asking Doug a trivia question. Doug, you ready? I always love this. You always love this. It's yes. your favorite part of the week, isn't it? And I truly come to this, I don't know. You don't know. I you don't, don't even know, know what this you don't even know what the topic is that I'm about to ask you. All right. So Doug, I'm a collector of Christmas movies. I have a I have the collection of most of the classics. And Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol, is the most remade Christmas movie. Really? And it's the fourth most remade movie of all time overall. But the, it's the most remade Christmas movie. Uh, it first appeared as a silent film in 1901. And in this movie, or in this story, Ebenezer Scrooge was, was visited by four ghosts in this 1843 novel. The question to you is, who or what were the four ghosts that visited oh, Ebenezer Scrooge? I know a couple. All right, very good. <laughs> Stick around for the answer to that trivia question on the other side of this short break. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM. WTOB 96.7 FM WTOB you're listening to the Wealth Guardian show with Doug Ray helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck I'm Bryce Payne along with Doug Ray and in this second segment this morning we're talking about stock market topics you need to know now we had the trivia question but before we do that I've got a question for you I've got two questions for you actually one are you looking forward to your retirement 
Two, do you want to make sure you're making the best decisions financially for your retirement? Now, if you answered yes to either of those questions, then I've got great news for you. We here at The Wealth Guardians offer a no-cost, no-obligation, second-opinion slash review of your retirement plan, your assets, your insurance policies, your portfolio, your income needs, your risk tolerance, the fees you're paying, etc., etc. Our goal is simple. It's to lower your fees, align your risk, and improve your overall retirement picture so you can retire the job and keep the paycheck. But the ball's in your court. You have to give us a call, and our number is 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Give us a call or visit us at thewealthguardians.com to set up your financial plan review with Doug, Garrett, and myself today. Now, let's get to that trivia question. Doug, are you ready? Uh, I, who knows? Let's see. <laughs> ah, let's see. So as I said, Doug, I, I am a big collector of Christmas movies. I own most all of the classics. And Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol is the most remade Christmas movie of all time. And it's the fourth ma- most remade movie of all of all time. It first appeared as a silent film in 1901. And in this story, Ebenezer Scrooge, you know him well, we all do. Mm. He was visited by four ghosts in this 1843 novel. Question is simple. Who were the four ghosts that visited Ebenezer Scrooge? I know you've seen this movie a dozen times over I, your life. Yeah, over my life I've seen it quite a bit. I haven't seen it recently. And I didn't know that part about 1901. That's that's amazing. All right, there's uh, the ghost of Christmas past. Okay. The ghost of Christmas future. Okay. The ghost of Christmas present so far you're on track who's that fourth ghost oh gee i don't know bryce uh well we'll give you one two three and then a (laughs) for the fourth one i know you out there know who that is that's jacob marley his business partner was the one that came to him at first and introduced the idea that the other three ghosts were going to be coming and so his business partner jacob was just as much as a uh Scrooge in life as Scrooge himself was. So he was coming to warn Ebenezer about that. Now, interesting thing I learned while doing my little quote-unquote research on this. Uh, This uh, book was first published on December 19th, 1843, and was sold out by Christmas Eve. So that's only five days later or so, if my math is correct. It went through 13 printings by the end of the next year. 13 printings. That's It was a Quite a big seller. 1843. 1843. That was 20 years before the Civil War. Is when Charles Dickens wow. wrote that. Very good. All right. Well, you got three out of four there. So if we're gonna if we're gonna reach on that kind of scale, seventy five percent. Seventy five percent is passing grade. Yeah, well, All right. So not in flight school, it wasn't. <laughs> good. Good. All right. So as I said, we're talking about stock market tips, topics, not tips. Stock market topics you need to know, and uh, this is something that really comes home for you, Doug. If you out there have ever wanted to uh, just learn a little more about investing in the stock market, this episode now, this segment here is for you. We're going to cover some of those terms that you've probably heard before, but perhaps never truly knew what they meant. And there's no better person to go over this topic with us than Doug himself. So Doug, uh, I'm just going to throw out these and you share your knowledge with the rest of us on this, uh, this approaching holiday weekend. Doug, what is the difference between the bid and the ask? And why is the bid ask spread helpful? Well, now you're taking me back to my stockbroker days. Um, so the bid and the ask, if you're buying a stock, uh, you're going to pay the ask price. If you sell it, you're going to sell it for the bid. 
the spread is the difference. Today, there's hardly any difference. I mean, maybe a couple pennies. Oh, really? Yeah. Back in the day, back in the late 80s and 90s, my stockbroker days, there could be about 2% difference between the two. If it was what we call a liquid stock, like a stock that traded like, say, IBM, the spread was very, very small, maybe a, an eighth of a point. So back then, we quoted in dollars and uh, eighths and quarters and, and halves. Now it's in cents. If it was a stock that didn't trade as often, non-liquid, that spread could be as big as 2%. So the importance there is that's like a built-in fee. You want your spread to be as small as possible. Like I said, in today's market, these spreads are almost nothing. Okay, fair enough. Very good. All right, so thank you for that uh, helpful bit of information. Let's go to the next one. So is it important, Doug, if people understand if we are in a bull or a bear market? Oh, absolutely. Why is that important? Well, because obviously a bull market, the connotation there is we're going up in price. In a bear market, we are declining in in price. Uh, That means that we are either going into a down economy or into a down economy. The good news, folks, is 70% of the time we're in a bull market. It's the 30% you got to look out for. And guess what? We're in a bear market right now. We're in a bear market yeah. right now. We've been in a bear market since, uh, well, we've been in a decline since around November, j- January, depending on which uh, index you followed. Right. But when did we enter the bear market, technically? The bear market, actually, we probably didn't enter that until late spring, early summer. Okay. That's defined as being down about 20% on okay. the value of that particular indices. Correction, that that's defined as a 10% down period of time. You know, bear markets can go much lower. Much lower. Uh, the they la- can double that. The last one we had, uh, that little short one back in the COVID. 2020. March, February, March was 37%. Prior to that was obviously the Great Recession. 53%. 50-some-odd percent, exactly. Yeah. Uh, worst one we ever had was back in the Great Depression, the 29-32 to 32 collapse. That was 89%. It took the market 25 years to recover. So it's very, very important, folks, for you to know where the market is and the definitions of a rising market and a declining market. How would that change your investment strategy at that particular time? Well, you know, what I did with this firm is knowing we're working specifically with pre-retirees and retirees, they cannot afford 50% hits in their retirement savings. So we built years ago the ability to control that downside risk. Uh, Our clients right now are contained within a 9 to 10% downside on the total portfolio. Uh, I'm really happy we did that uh, because I do think there is more down to come over the course of the next uh, six months or so Mm -hmm. in, in 2023. And, um, you know, they will be set up for a nice bounce in the recovery stage. You save that money, you get dry powder uh, as quick as you can in, in a bear market, and then you just sit and wait for the opportunity. Our programs do that. We have built-in algorithms that uh, get folks out of the market as it starts to decline and back in when the market recovers. Yeah, because if you're, in the, if you're 30 or 40 years old, it's all about time horizon. How much time do you have before exactly. you're using your money? Mm-hmm. And if you are 40 years old, well, if it's as re- your retirement assets we're talking about, that's probably another 20, 25, maybe even 30 years before you use those assets. But if you're 60 years old and you want to retire at 65 when 
Medicare is able to kick in for you. You don't have that 30-year time horizon. So you've got to take a lot less risk at that stage. And it's all about phasing yourself into that uh, into that uh, wealth preservation phase of life that you're getting into. So Doug, thank you for that. Um, by the way, um, if we look at historical bear markets, Doug, we wouldn't pull out of this bear market if we're looking at the average bear market. We wouldn't pull out of this one until um, early spring. And like you said, I think this one's going to go longer like yeah. you, maybe even in early, into early summer. And if we're looking at how far the average uh, bear market is, we've probably got another 10% to go. Now, that's not a prediction. I'm just saying if we look at the average, we haven't uh, come into the average bear market uh, drop yet from top to bottom. Now, uh, if you are just joining us, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians, and Doug and I are talking about stock market topics that you need to know. And Doug, the next one I'm hoping that you can explain is some of the more popular trading strategies. There's buy and hold, there's swing, there's day trading, etc. Talk a little bit about how uh, how there are different strategies out there and what the pros and cons are to each. Yeah, buy and hold is a strategy that probably 90% of the Wall Street advisors use, and that's simply they get your money set up in a certain allocation in the portfolio and you just hold it for the long term. Regardless of what the market's doing. You ride the market up and down. And and that is based on the fact that, as I said before, we're in a bull market 70% of the time. Here's the problem with that. We're in a bear market 30% of the time, and it depends upon your age when that bear hits. If you're 30 and 40 years old, you don't have a worry in the world about it. Yeah, you don't like to see the decline in the value, but you got 20, 30 years before you're going to need that money. But if you're 50 and up, the time horizon here narrows quite a bit. So you need to be more cautious. That's why I've never really liked Wall Street's buy and hold. And I explained a moment ago our process and procedures. Yeah, right. That's buy and hold. Uh, Swing trading. Yeah, what's swing trading? Well, some people are thinking swinging, huh? Uh, (laughs) A little bit of a... (laughs) I don't think anyone was thinking that, Doug, but okay. All right. Swing trading is basically a technical term for how you trade looking at uh, charts, something I love to do. So you look at your indicators, and basically you are selling at the top end of the indicators. I'm not going to get into all of them because that takes up too much time. You're buying at the low end of the indicators when they start to turn back up and you just hold it until the opposite happens. That's called a swing trade. Okay. That could take uh, a day trader does it very, during the day. He could be in a, in a trade for minutes mm-hmm. or half a day. Other traders can be in that trade for days, if not weeks, depends upon the charting software you're using. Okay. Now, if everything that Doug was saying there scared and confused you, (laughs) then actually I'm not surprised because uh, being your own investor out there, particularly when you get close to retirement, can be a very daunting task. You do not want to get something wrong. You would probably want to have a professional on your side helping you allocate your portfolio so that as you go into retirement and move from the wealth contribution side of life or the wealth accumulation side of life into the wealth preservation side of life, that's where it gets tricky. And you want a professional on your side. Just like the older you get, you want to make sure you're doing those doctor uh, visits and making sure that you're catching anything that's going wrong before it goes too wrong. That's what we do. That's what we specialize in. We're retirement specialists. We're fiduciaries. We're retirement income certified professionals. Doug's been in the field for 34 years now. Yeah, I've been in the field for 12 But please reach out and give us a call and we'd love to sit down with you and see how we can help you better align your portfolio so it's serving your goals and objectives through retirement. Again, our our goal here is to have you 
be able to retire the job, but keep the paycheck. And all you got to do is pick up the phone and give us a call, 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. There is no cost or obligation to sit down with us, but the ball's in your court like it always is. Doug, we're out of time. We're out of time, folks. See you next week. Happy holidays, Doug. That's all the time we have this week. Thank you for joining us. We hope the rest of your weekend is everything you want it to be. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Gray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire that job and keep that paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM, WTOB.